everyone, uh, thanks for tuning in to the second special edition of the Forbidden Love Rugby Podcast. I am joined once again by Mikey. How are you doing, bud? Yeah, good, thanks. And uh, we're going to chew the fat over the team that's been announced for the Scotland game this weekend. And do-do uh, Ed... is that fat tasty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ed is still away, isn't he? Um, he is. But he, ha- he has sent us our thoughts on the team, so uh, we we worm those into the uh, into the pod at some point, I'm sure. Great stuff. So, Ed. Ed, over enjoying your holly, over enjoying your holly bobs, Ed. Um, Aye, and if he if he's listening to this podcast while he's away, then he's he's got some problems, I think. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, shall we start with the um, the retained players then? Mm. So, do you know the funny thing is, right? I've been reading about this when I've had time today, and at a first glance, you feel like there's a lot of changes been made, but actually, yeah. There when are you get 17 players retained in the, from the 23 from last week in various shapes and form. Yeah, um, and I can you know there's the, the back division remains mm. mostly the same. Like yeah. Probably you're from from nine through 15, but um, the most change looks to be certainly up front with the, the the benches and starters kind of job. It does. So if we kick off then looking at looking at the backs because as you say there's no change there. So we've stuck with. Thomas Williams and Dan Bigger at halfback, uh, Joe Hawkins and George North in the centres, and then a back three of Dyer, Adams, and Liam Williams. W- what do you make of that? Anybody lucky to keep their place, do you think? I think, like we said on the last pod, um, George on notice. Yes. Yeah. Um, who's the other 13 to come in at Mason Grady? Yeah. Um, limited, if you had, it'd be a debut for, for, for Mason Grady, like if... Um, if and when he makes his, I think it is a case of when, not if he makes his um, debut, and uh, under so. Gatland, um, and he's got a kind of obviously you can't compare the amount of caps he's got with George, but yeah, I suppose you can compare on on a positional framework. I think so. He's a he's a big, fast boy mm. who yeah. can play thirteen or or wing. Yeah. But yes, he's green. And mm. he hasn't actually played that much for Cardiff, so I f- yeah. think for this one, you your little theory of maybe <clears throat> we're having a look at twenty twenty seven might yeah. actually be true. With yeah, um, not that you want to write off the upcoming World Cup, but um, you've got to be realistic. I think with you know this is this is very much sort of a react. I think we're talking very much in the reactionary sense that um, things didn't go according to plan, according to the desire last week. Obviously, we all thought, the Welsh rugby-loving, pu- Welsh rugby-loving public thought the, the great redeemer had come back and things would be good. <laughs> yeah. And it, and, it, and it wasn't. You can't take away the fact that Ireland are the best team in the world, and yeah. rightly so, after that performance. I mean, they, they picked off tries left, right and centre where they needed, where they, where they, and made their own luck and chances. Yeah. Um, so if we look at the halfbacks, uh, I, we mentioned earlier in the week that we thought that maybe Thomas Williams and Dan Bigger, whilst good players, aren't a good combination. But he's stuck with that. Um, so I, I, I think hope that's we see some sort of improvement there, or do you yeah. think it's just stubbornness? I, I think it's it's probably forty nine fifty one kind of mm-hmm. thing, a bit <laughs> like the Brexit vote. Um, not that we'll get into that, but yeah. No, God, no. <laughs> um, it's it's almost like you want it to. You want to make it work, and yeah. you and you'll give it the time to make it work. So I think that's probably where where that is. Yeah, and um, 
if we look at I think Joe Hawkins definitely deserves to keep his place. He was a bit of a shining light last week. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, um, I personally would like to see Kieran Williams have a, have a go at twelve. Yeah. And I mean, if, if Gatlin's thinking along the lines, or Gatlin, we can't just the coaching team. We should say mm. um, is looking at games further down the line. I mean, yeah. I don't know which one you you you. You can't pick on Italy anymore as a I was about as a, as a, a try your luck game. I was about to say the exact same thing. We yeah. always think of okay, we'll throw some youth in against Italy, but actually can't do yeah, it anymore. That, and and it's in Rome this year, so uh, yeah, and doubly so I mean, they, they'll be targeting us. I mean, if if they if there was ever going to be a time where you actually threw someone into the arena, yeah. it's got to be Rome, have not it? Like, <laughs> it I mean, sure does, oh, what's yeah. the word I'm looking for, Steve? It's not the amphitheatre, is the it? Coliseum. Your Coliseum. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you, you can't can't do it anymore. Gone are the days where, like, like yeah. you said, Italy was a was a guaranteed win, um, particularly after the way they performed against France. Just I get wow. the I get the feeling um, Gatland might just start to bring players like that in sort of more organically in the case of an injury or something. I hope so. Yeah. So rather than making a wholesale change and bringing yeah too many like, players in at once. Yeah, and, and going going back to Joe Hawkins again, a shining light in a in a in a, in a drab and dreary game, mm. but um, to not to want to make comparisons to, to Kieran Williams, but but his crash ball twelve ability, mm. what is his repeatability of that? Yep, is yep. he as robust as as Kieran Williams? And we've seen it week mm-hmm. in week out with the Ospreys, um, and he's been getting the head. Kieran Williams has been getting the head, the nod ahead of Joe Hawkins at twelve. Sure, but again, um, Gats is Gats. He's not Toby Booth. Yeah, totally. And on that, I'm starting to wonder actually about my theory that Joe Hawkins needed cover on the bench because we don't see that this week. We'll come on to that in a bit. Mm. Um, I was I was sort of sure we'd start to see a bit of centre cover there, but yeah, it's so not coming, is it? <laughs> we aren't. No. So if we again like the back three, I mean Adams was fine. Dyer went well in patches. Very Neil well, Williams, I thought. You know, I wouldn't uh, write him off, but I think he's only in because half penny's unavailable. Yeah, and if I, I, in again, my humble opinion, other opinions are available, not only on this podcast. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um, I, I, I see it as a as a future for Adams, and yeah, um, and I think looking ahead, uh, LRZ as well. I see the pair of them when he played against um, LRZ played against Argentina. Yeah, filling fullback. He's not a counter. He's not a kicking fullback. No, no. He's a counter-attacking fullback, much in the same way as Adams would be a counter-attacking fullback. Yeah. So I think that's the way the dynamic will go for Wales in the future towards the next um, World Cup cycle. I th- I think the other thing there as well is Zamet's due date for return is um, against England then in round yeah. three in two weeks' time, which will and, be and in Cardiff. Yeah, I think and, and, you, yeah. I think you might see it at that point if, well, if Harpenny still isn't fit. I mean, what I don't want to. Oh yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> Would you pick the English-based players against England? Oh, potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're looking at Tompkins, Zamet, Raffle. There's a, there's a good. It, yeah, there's a good throng Jenza, of them, isn't it? Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. Um, in this twenty-three alone, uh, they're all they're all there. Um, it's an interesting point because yeah, horses. It's a situation of horses, of course. So, apologies, mm. we're looking forward to a game that we haven't even yeah. thought of yet. But like, and they say we the Welsh only care about beating England. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's everyone we want. We want to yeah, beat everyone. But I like, you think consider that 
not they. They have the experience of playing against their players week in, week out. So yeah. are, they, are they being saved and mm. for that game? Yeah. Now then, going up to the forwards, and there's a technicality in you, so keep with me. I haven't forgotten anyone. But the only player in the pack who will be wearing the same jersey on Saturday as they did last week is Ken Owens. Yeah. Now, I know Adam Beard is retained and Jack Morgan are retained, but Adam's yep. gone from four to five. Yeah. Jack Morgan's gone from six to eight, so we'll cover them in a bit. Ken Owens stays put at number two uh, at Hooker. I what think, do we think of that? I think he probably was always going to for that mm. consistency. Yeah. Um, Captain. Yeah. I mean, like, organically, his name's on the first on the team sheet, mm. really. Like, and this, and in the captain sense, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, who's the backup there? Yeah. There's a lot of youth there. Yeah. A hell of a lot of youth in that team. I mean, you're looking at maybe Adam Beard, maybe Dan Bigger, yeah. maybe Thomas Williams. No then. Anyone outside of that, I think you're, you're struggling for, for, for leadership. Who do you think would have been captain if Dewey Lake was available? Do you think it would have been <gasps> Ken Owens? No. Would Ken Owens have been the first name on the team sheet if Dewey was available? No. Mm. I'm going to nail my colours to the mast there and say no. I think I agree. I think he might have had to have gone for a Adam Beard or something. And if and if you look at that kind of, that's a, a great dynamic to get into, like the the availability of Dewey Lake. Um, yeah. Imagine the front row of like you look at, you, you I think you can keep Lewis. You put Dewey Lake there, mm. and then you put Carey next to him. Yeah. I mean, there's there's your future. I think so. Um. Not that we want to say Ken Owens is holding the team back. He's obviously in this position for a reason. He's been reinvigorated as a player since he's come back from injury. But yeah, I, d- I don't think he was particularly bad on the weekend compared no. to some of some of what we saw. And, you know, he behaved himself. I mean, like, we've seen that still of Tipperick. I mean, nothing's come from it. Yeah. But, you know, following his trip as well in the order, maybe there's some question marks about his discipline. And, yeah, and I think that's probably forced the hand in selection. I think so, yeah. I, I feel like was... there's, I feel like there's some friction somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uncharacteristic of Tuprick mm. to be doing them kinds of things on such a stage. And like, that's that's not who he is. He doesn't do it for the Ospreys. He doesn't. He hasn't done it for Wales, and yeah, certainly not any other representative rugby he's he's played. And he's been he's been excellent for Ospreys yeah. as well. Oh my in god, the run yeah. up to this. So and well, he's been excellent for Ospreys between the autumn and the Six Nations. So I'm just wondering if there's. Something in the Wales mm. camp that just isn't gelling with Tipperick right now, or is he running out of steam? Like for, for the, I'm, I'm for the level, I'm getting frustrated. Possibly, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think every player gets to a point where they they're happy to plod along, and they they don't want the obviously the difference between inter professional rugby and club rugby. Like sometimes you see players they'll, they'll dip out of first team rugby and they're just happy to turn yeah. up on the set on a Saturday for the seconds. Yeah, very <laughs> much there right now, <laughs> but. <laughs> But like, yeah, yeah, players they they lose the interest, and perhaps he's trying to force himself out. Like, yeah, I I know, know what you mean. Yeah, you know, in a, yeah, in a sort of like, roundabout way, in a sort of I'm not going to retire, but please yeah, don't pick but, me, but, sort of way. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. that's. But like, we we don't know, and I mean, you yeah. think with the, with the offer of a cap um, and 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 everything that comes with that, you know, yeah. players would jump at the chance. But obviously, there's sometimes I say obviously sometimes there's there's reasons yeah. why they don't. Purely speculation on our part. So yes. if we move to the benched players with no changes, uh, 
Reese's, Carway and Red. That's a hard sentence to say. Mm. Reese's, Carway and Webb are two of four Reese's on the bench. Um, I think they're probably just about good value for their bench spots still. Um, Carey's, yeah, at the moment, I think he's that impact player. Mm. And Webb can still pick off where what he can pick off when he can yeah. pick off it. Yeah. I think we might see Webb introduced a bit earlier this week if Thomas isn't having much impact, perhaps. Yeah. Um, Scotland looked sharp last week. Oh, my I, God, they look sharp. Yeah, and we, we'll get onto their team in a bit. And then quietly, this one's flown under the radar a bit. Alex Cuthbert stays at number 23. Yeah. Um, um, again, I feel like a bit of a luxury on the bench, but... Um, is this is the cover for me? Mm. Like, you look at the squad there, right? The the, 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 20, the 23. What happened? Who's, who's covering... Th- is Josh Adams covering 13? For me, there's, there's the only, that's the only yeah. jersey that's not covered. Or, does, mm. or, do, or are they going to... Try and workshop Liam Williams coming into the thirteen. Oh, I, I, I mean, do you I know what I mean? It. He's he's back three through. Oh, and he's, through. he's back. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you, I don't think Liam Williams is a kind of player who would turn down a challenge. Oh God, no! But like, um, it's know, a shame they haven't got Lloyd Williams anywhere because he can play anywhere. He can do it all. Like, I, I'd be quite comfortable with him slipping in a tighter dip than Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I sometimes sometimes in my darker moments I wonder if maybe um, Joe Hawkins will shift out to thirteen. Well, and there's another you, option. And you could bring Patch yeah. on a 12, maybe? But... Well, yeah, that, that was my going to be the, the, the next point, was the mm. 12 cover. Like, And it seems like sort of Patchell covers that, and he's done it for the Scarlets yeah. before now. So yeah, he's... He, was, he was okay there for Cardiff as well. Like, Yeah, and Cardiff, of course. We don't forget Cardiff on this podcast, do we? Oh, of course we don't. No, no. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> so if we take a look at the lads who have been completely dropped out of the 23 then. Um, so just quickly, Alan Wynn, Justin Tipperick, Gareth Thomas, and Owen Williams. What, what are your thoughts on those guys losing their places altogether? Um, if we start off for Gareth Thomas, I don't think he did much wrong at all, really. Maybe mm. just a, a matter of um, they want to look at Wynn Jones. Yeah. Much in the same way as... Um, I suppose like, much in the same way they want Gatlin wanted a real good look at look at him in yeah. the first place. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think I think, Gat- think Gatland likes Win Jones, and I think Win Jones yeah. likes Gatland. Yeah, um, I think that's a fair point. Uh, who else was there? Sort of dropped. Alan Win um, suspected HIA. Um, well, do you know what the the mood music has changed there a bit? Yeah. So during the week, it was all Alan Win's not playing. He came off a head injury, but today. The press conferences, it seemed to be we always wanted to look at the other players, so the HIA is kind of irrelevant. Mm, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Now then, it's... again, I'm going to be a finickety little technical guy here. Uh, Alan Wynn, you played five last week. Adam Beard's at five this week. So the replacement really is Adam Beard f- for David Jenkins, if you want to be really finickety about it. But yeah, I think we should probably talk about David Jenkins coming in. Yeah, of course, that. yeah. yeah. Um, looked all right, I think. Mm. Yeah, last week coming off for the, for the twenty minutes uh, cameo, yeah. but it'd be interesting to see how he goes, particularly alongside Chunza. If it... G- given given the extra, yeah, aye. So uh, alongside in the sense that they'd be in the same pack. Y- as, yeah, as yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, that will be fun. And I think use um, use one that I've always wondered about. Now, every now and then, I hear people talk about tight dead and loose head locks. Um, yeah. So, as somebody who's played in the front row, Mikey, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, does four and f- does playing four or five make a huge yeah, difference? It it can do. Um, gifted is a player who can do both. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, the it, 
it's like I'm gonna put it, the the taller second row goes behind the shorter prop. Okay. Club rugby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like you've got like you've got your your bulkier tight your your bulkier second row will, in my experience, will pack mm. down behind your tight head given that anchor. Okay. And yeah, if you have the second row's got a bit of a shove on him, yeah, you can put him in behind the loose head to sort of give that extra bit of power to that. Okay. So, so the, that the, might the change throughout the game, perhaps. It depends. Like yeah. um, some stick four and five. Like when the second rows, I've had the luxury of being behind me. A couple of spring to mind. Mm. Um, sort of for the some of the more dynamic scrummaging behind me, as Luke said, and mm. stronger um, behind the. Uh, the tight head, mm-hmm. but like so you said, bit, it's a little bit of ballast there. Y- so. Yeah, but you know, it's I can't. You can't pass it off to see a second row as a second row because he's not awesome. No, that's, that's that's all I wanted to know. It's one of those things you've always wanted to ask about rugby, but yeah. been too afraid. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, we covered Tipperick being out and the reasons we think that might be. But uh, Tommy Raffle then promoted from the bench in place of him. Um, I think it's um, he played. He was a. Uh, Outstanding against the Ospreys for Leicester. Yeah, um, and, and really that's the only game I've watched. Oh, yeah. I don't keep an eye much on the English Prem much. To, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a time thing you can get quite rugby out over the weekend. Oh, of course you like, can. I mean, um, sort of experience aside, it's it's a like for like swap, isn't it? Like Raffles and out. Yeah, seven, it's a seven. Yeah, they, they both seven. Maybe Raffles just ball. maybe just Raffle wants it more at the moment. And like I said, his tips. Is his head in the game, like, mm-hmm. like and then finally, and of the droppies, uh, Owen Williams is dropped from the bench, out of the squad, replaced with Reese Patchell. I think they're probably doing the same similar kind of job, and if they're kind of looking at the game, maybe um, looking at looking at the ability of maybe Owen Williams covering twelve off the bench. I think uh, mm. Patchell's probably a bit more robust yeah. to the likes of a Siwani Tuplotu sort of yeah. coming down Route One. That, um, uh, the last twenty do... minutes. You do occasionally see Patch at uh, 15 as well, and I, I've always quite yeah. liked him there. So, yeah, I, I think maybe a bit more versatile than Owen, but I think this is probably just a case of Gatlin wants to have a look at all of Dan Bigger's deputies. Yeah, he's probably kind of sort of like reassessing his options throughout. Yeah, yeah I think he's, so. He's, I think hanging his hat on sort of days gone by, like, I can't. Th- I don't think he can do that. You know, mm. we've, we've sort of like gone on to say oh he's the squad he's picked um was a very Gatlin squad and it kind of was with the old heads that were there yeah but um he's just you'd be a sage coach to sort of look at the bigger picture and not just sort of go back to what you know yeah so on the injury list then Thomas Francis is out of a poorly calf uh Dylan Lewis is promoted off the bench in place of him um different sorts of tight head props yeah Dylan's much more over the ball mm. where Tom Francis is very much at the core face. Yes, yeah. And I think, well, I was about to say, you you see that across the front row, but actually, no, I'd, I'd say Wynn Jones and Gareth Thomas are probably quite similar in their, yeah, in their style of play. Again, good scrummages, and Wynn's got that ability over the ball as well, but Gareth Thomas mm. is quite quite useful with ball in hand too. So um, I think, yeah. looking at the, the, the front row and, this, and the back row there particularly, sort of you've got, Two two boys comfortable over the ball in the front yeah. row, and and pretty much three boys comfortable over the ball over the ball in the back row. So does this indicate they're going for a breakdown battle? 
Mm-hmm. I, potentially. Um, and then from the starting lineup last week, uh, Taolupe Falata was sensationally being relegated to the bench um, in place of Jack Morgan, who moves from six to eight. Now, Gatland has said this is because uh, he wants to see who the backup for Falato is in the World yep. Cup. Now then, I have a question, and I'm going to frame it as an answer. <laughs> <laughs> if um, if Botham was fit, I think we might have seen a back row of potentially Shinza, Botham, and either Morgan or Raffle with the other one on the bench. It's an interesting question and mm. answer. I think I know your answer. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, from the from the point of view of both of them's actually recognised as an eight, whereas Jack Morgan, as far as more, isn't. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't. When when there's been the option of playing three, essentially flankers in the back row, the Ospreys have played um, Tipperick at eight. Um, yeah. Be that whether he's the only one who, who they see as filling that role, but um, yeah, uh, Jim Botham. Pretty, some pretty strong carries playing for the for the um, <clears throat> Cardiff. The Cardiff. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I t- t- totally totally buy into um, what Gatland's saying there. Look, having having a look at um, the mm. macro cover because yeah. I mean we could even see Jack Morgan and 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 Christ Jones are switching between six and eight. I wouldn't be surprised there. You, the thing with I think with Shinzer, do you do you see you you don't tend to see lots of like long rangey eights anymore, do you? You tend to have like wrecking balls or athletes. Yeah, uh, well, uh, like and Shinzer I, seems like I I don't know really what I'm talking about here because it's forward play, but like he seems too tall for eight. <laughs> I think you I think that's that's a that's a fair point. Like, but he's been playing like a lot of back row. Yeah. Um. What I what I hope is they're not trying to sort of like find the equivalent of a Marawatoje in Wales. Mm-hmm. Or the equivalent I, I, of a Peter Steph to toy from South Africa, because that that for me isn't a thing. Like, yeah. you know, if it's uh, if they've got to get him on the park, they're trying to just f- fit him in some way. But, I think sometimes this can affect the long term planning because yeah. what you end up with then is you don't have like a ready made replacement for when somebody drops out. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, I, I do buy into that sometimes. That for the most part, you should try and keep players in one position, two tops. Yeah. Or like um, one main position, one backup position. Yeah, and, and, and back up for that 20 minutes. Much mm. much in the way I know Reese Davis has been playing, uh, filling in at six for Weird. the Ospreys of late. Yeah. Um, I'm not too much of a fan. I mean, I've said it before, stick to the row, stick to what you know, boys. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, you're more selectable as a player yeah. if you can do a few more things. But, um, yeah, be good at, be, make, make, make one, be selected for what you are. Well, with, with the back row, I think I'd have been more excited by Shinza, Falato, Morgan than I am, or Shinza, Falato, Raffle than I am shoehorning Morgan into eight. I just, I, I yeah. don't know how it'll go. It might, it might yeah, work. It's, but... Yeah, um, they did the similar, similar with um guy from the Scarlet, Josh McLeod. Yeah. Pivak wedged him in at eight and I think did, wedging he? is maybe the right word to use yeah um, but uh, yeah um, can't write it off just see how it goes yeah uh, so we've pretty much covered the guys who then have been promoted from the bench Daffif Jenkins Tommy Raffle Dylan Lewis so the new faces uh, we've covered Win Jones we've sort of had a word about Shinza but we haven't talked much about Leon Brown who's uh, coming up into the bench 
yeah. Um, the other day when he had a a, a bit of game time with the Dragons mm. against uh, the Lions, um, thought he equipped himself equipped himself quite well. Um, yeah. So, be great to see him coming on. I'll see how he goes against um, Pierre Schoeman, mm. who's uh, a bit of a beast. Let's make yeah. no odds there. It's um, going to be fancy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like WP Nell and Pierre Schoeman are <clears throat> um, South African, much in the way that Duan van der Merwe is too. Oh, i I got no problem with that at all. Uh, when you... Can we have a separate pod on that? <laughs> yeah, I suppose one day. It, it'll, it'll eventually get discussed. Yeah, um, but, so, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I, th- I think we'll have, uh, we can have opposing views on that, and that's why it's a Forbidden Love Rugby podcast, Mike. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we've covered Reese Davis and we've covered Reese Patchell. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go through the Ireland and Scotland side one position at a time. And I want you to tell me which of the two players you would pick. Ooh. Okay. So going to go for the backs quickly because it's a pointless exercise because they're all the same. Yeah. So Liam Williams, Josh Adams, George North, Joe Hawkins, Rio Dyer, Dan Bigger, Thomas Williams. Yeah, I think Hawkins. I prefer all them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Up front then. Gareth Thomas or Wynne Jones? Uh, I would go with Gareth Thomas purely because he's played more rugby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Ken's kept his place. Uh, yep. Thomas Francis or Dylan Lewis? Um Tom Francis, no loyalty there over the Blues or the, sorry, the Cardiff <laughs> or the Ospreys. <laughs> Just, for me, you need this, an out-and-out scrummaging tight head. Mm-hmm. Right then. What I'm going to do here is lock combinations. So would you rather okay. a combination of Beard and Alan Wynn or a combination of Dav Jenkins and Adam Beard? Um, I'd like to have seen more Add, uh, more David Jenkins before today okay. in a Wales jersey so on that basis alone I'd rather see AWJ yeah. and AB okay uh, so and bear in mind now you can only pick these guys once in the back row uh, so it's six <laughs> would you rather see Jack Morgan or Christians uh... um, Jack Morgan or Christians it's uh... um, six now mind six yeah I see, oh, see, because Jack Morgan's been playing really well for the Ospreys at six. Mm. But you need to look at Christchurcher as well. Yeah, because he's got to get up there. Yeah. Um, on this one, I'm gonna go fifty-one Christchurcher. Okay. Uh, at seven, Tipperick or Raffle? <sighs> Tipperick. Okay. Just because. No, then. Because you haven't picked Jack Morgan at six, you can pick him over Toby Falatoti. Are you going to do it? <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay. Credit, credit in the bank. Right, so, so far, Mikey, in the, in the walk-on side, you agree with one of Gatlin's <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven changes. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, brilliant. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's weird, like, I mean, yeah. if you... If you I, we, I, I, I'm not Warren Gatland, and I, and I don't mind that. <laughs> and um, it's, it's just like yeah um, if you're picking the World Cup finals I think the way I, I'd approach mm. it is if you're picking a, final, a team to play in the World Cup final tomorrow yeah there's obviously reasons why these Gatlin's picked the players or sorry the coaching team have picked the players who they have yeah 
And we can't do anything about that. Oh, of course not. No, no, of course you can't. And I, I think mostly this is just a little bit of wreck work. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if not now, Definitely. then when? They've got a lot. Yeah, yeah. They have to. This, this, which, this. which kind of takes the pressure off watching the game this weekend because last weekend it was quite a stacked team on paper and I was a bit yeah. like nervous. I was like, oh, we could win this. Yeah, but when I, I feel like, in. Yeah, I feel like we're throwing the game at, to look at players this weekend. So I'm kind of like, okay, let's yeah, just hope they go well. It's like the, the, the 12 years Gatlin had already mm. like he, he hasn't got them players available now and he no. hasn't got another 12 years to no. put a team together like the last yeah. team he put out before the next first team okay well let, let's uh, <laughs> let, let's do the bench so Scott Baldwin Reese Carey uh, are you going to go Dylan Lewis or Leon Brown if you're um, I'm going to go Leon Brown yeah okay uh so then your replacement lock, it's gonna be Reese Davis, but would you prefer well, Dav Jenkins starting remind remember, so uh yeah. this this actually I tell you what, let's not do this for the bench, it gets a bit silly. So I'm just gonna <laughs> say I'm just gonna say what the bench is. <laughs> yeah. Um and maybe we'll talk about it. Reese Baldwin, Reese Carey, Leon Brown, Reese Davis, Talupe Falato, excellent off the bench wind. Reese Webb, Reese Patchell and Alex Cuthbert and yeah, we, we've kind of spoken about the difference, you know, in Williams and Reese Patchell there, haven't we? Yeah, and then on about um, Falatau there, I mean, yeah, Reese Davis is in there to cover the second row, but um, mm. I think much in the same way as Alan Wynn, oh, sorry, um, George North has come in from the wing, and in terms of the Scarlets, um, John, Jonathan Davis has been playing more 12 than he has 13. Mm. Both George North and um, Jonathan Davis have played like wing and outside centre yep. um, I think for Falatau to try and grab as many caps as he can um, makes a move into the second row Ooh. maybe but imagine picture the scene you've got Chunza Raffle Morgan with a Falatau on the field yeah. all at the same time <laughs> I, I do I mean, wonder in, in that situation maybe you move Shinza into the row and you uh... Shinza, yeah and then you bring maybe put the for Raffle and Morgan to six and seven, and um, Falato to eight. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm just wondering if I, I yeah. think Falato might be on the bench if if the Jack Morgan at eight experiment goes horribly yeah, wrong. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So shall we quickly go through the Scotland team? Mm-hmm. Um, because Mikey, it's very rare, even though I love my rugby, that I look at opposition twenty three and know every player on there and be a bit like, oh, they're quite good. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a quick look at this earlier earlier on too, and. Um, Looking at oh sorry is Xander Ferguson playing tight dead so um I mean yeah. he went on on the Lions tour so there's no um no yeah. short change there with uh, WPNL on the bench so look yeah. out blue sets so yeah should we let's look at the back three and kick off so Hoggy um we've got Kyle Stain and we've got wing of the week Duan Van der Merwe I mean we didn't talk about that one to try on the last part. we didn't and <laughs> probably one of the few pods that didn't. Yeah, honest to God. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're five days late to the party, but damn it, it was an excellent try. <laughs> it was, um, it was very good. And um, I think Kevin Sinfield's having a look at himself and the minerals his players possesses. Yeah. If if you were doing a composite back three, I think you you, you haven't do Anne. Yeah. I, I think I, I probably haven't the expense of Dyer at this moment in their careers. Really? Yeah. I think I'd pick Adams over Stain. And right now I think Hogg's in better form than Williams. Yeah, um, I'm not too familiar with Kyle Steen, but he sounds like a South African. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just, I just like 
Josh, I think he's got good attitude. I think he's he's exactly. playing well. So yeah, but who does he play for? Don't know. Couldn't, couldn't tell you. Couldn't, couldn't tell you do that, could you? No, 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 no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if if we look at the centres, man, Hugh Jones yeah. had a cracking Class, game, hell of a game. Tuipulotu as well was yeah was <laughs> beyond if you're picking, good. Yeah, if you're picking, if you're picking a, a, a combined fifteen, I mean, yeah, that that centre partnership, I think, outweighs. Yes, we'll just set the partnership at the moment. Works well as a partnership as well. Even yes. even considering Hawkins and North do know each other. I know North doesn't really play thirteen for Ospreys, but mm. the familiarity should be there a bit. But yeah, man, that that Scottish centre partnership is is yeah. built in. Yes, at the minute. Okay, half backs: uh, Ben White, Finn Russell, Thomas Williams, Dan Bigger. Now, yeah, you, if you go first on this, I, I'm interested to. Mm. I'm gonna have a little bit. Of, I'm gonna sit with my thoughts for a bit. Okay. Um, what do you want from me? From me, fly off. Yeah, That's, who, who, you, who it, would you be picking over between Russell and Bigger? Um, I like a flare, flary outside half, but mm. I also like an outside half that can control himself when he needs to. Yeah, you want to control you, the game. You want a composite of the two to read. Do you, you, do, you, you want like a like a like a, like a Dan Russell or something to want Finn yeah. Bigger, <laughs> or you want a James Hook? That's what you want. There you are. Exactly. That's what you want a James Hook. That's what you want. Uh, we give Hook earring. Um, yep. I'd, I'd probably, on reputation, go for Williams over Ben White. Yeah. Um. Again, not knowing so much about Ben White, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm totally unfamiliar. So um, yeah, on um, on this Welsh rugby podcast, we'll um, yeah. we'll, we'll stick to what we know. We'll stick with Tom, but he's uh, he's in trouble. Yep. All right then, Mikey. This is your bread and butter then. So, uh, as you say, uh, Showman, Turner, and Ferguson in the uh, in the front row versus Wynton Jones, Ken Owens, and Dylan Lewis. How do you see that battle shaking down? Um, Showman's a machine. <laughs> um, I think uh, Dylan will uh, have his work cut out. I think he might struggle at scrum. Yeah, and. Um, Win Jones may equip himself quite all right against uh, Xander Ferguson from uh, yeah. prepping with the Lions. I suppose, um, mind you, you know, you've got the ballast of Win Jones and Ken Owens that it might shoulder some of the burden that's coming Dylan's way, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's like it's a game within a game, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, it's 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 different to anywhere else around the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the back five are only there to sort of back you up, like. Yeah. You know, the, the the grunt is always done up front, and you know, eighty percent of the scrummaging is done by the front three. Eighty yeah. percent of the power comes from behind, so um, it's like, yeah, what um, who who, who wins the long game? I think, yeah, yeah. Who, who who fires first and 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 goes to the well with um with the subs. Well, I tell you what. While we're there, then let's let's take a look at the respective front row replacements. So, um, for Scotland, you've got Jamie Batty, Fraser Brown, and WP Nell, and then for Wales, you've got Rhys Carey, Scott Baldwin, and Leon Brown. Now, man, that, those Scottish replacements are actually pretty tasty. Yeah, um, it's not a bomb squad, is it? Hmm. But it's, are they, it's not a, are they it's not a t-shooter squad either? Yeah. Are, are they sort of? <laughs> Containable, do you think? Perhaps. Um, WPNL will be will, will will bring something to the to the mm. table. Very, very canny fox as a such a canny fox as a scrummager. <laughs> yeah. And um, he, he'll know what to do and when to do it. Yeah. 
more importantly. Um, hooker off the bench, who was that? Uh, Fraser Brown. No mug. Hmm. Absolutely no mug at all. Um, Never been bitten by a lion. Yeah. Which knows. I think I think that's the key probably difference. where. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Scotland probably edge that. Yeah. Okay, then if we go to the the start in locks, then uh, Richie Gray and Grant Gilchrist uh, coming um, up against David Jenkins and Adam Beard. I think think uh, Grant Gilchrist is getting some rave reviews up in Newcastle. Yeah, and like the and, experience of Gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I think well, then David Jenkins will have potentially come up against Gilchrist at some point this season. Yeah, um, and Adam Beard and Richie Gray are going to know each other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I think. It's, it's, Richie Gray and Grant Gilchrist sounds like a more sort of settled partnership to me. Settled, definitely. Um, if you're making the combo 15, I think you're going with Gray and Beard, though. Have a Gray Beard in the second row. <laughs> Love it. All right. And then, I looking at this Welsh back row again, man, like, it's so almost perfectly balanced. But this, this Jack yeah. Morgan shoehorn at eight thing, I'm... Yeah. I'm worried about until I see it. I, I, hey, happy to get proved wrong here. Um, of course, of course. But they'll be, they'll be facing Jamie Ritchie, Luke Crosby, and Matt Ferguson. And if there was a an out and out eight, let's say it was, let's say it was Falato, or mm. let's say it was Morgan Morris, yeah. or let's say it was Karen Tuipulotu, yeah, you know, all all selectable, or or even um, Ross Moriarty, um, both of them, Jim. All right, Jim both of them. <laughs> I did put a, there was a card of eight in it. Falato was in it. He was. We are a. Um, <laughs> Equal opportunities. Equal pod, opportunities yeah. podcast, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you'd be more confident with an out and out date. Yeah, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. By this time next week, I might be saying that Jack Morgan oh, yeah. is an out and out date. I'm prepared yeah. for eventuality. But um, I, I like Jamie Ritchie as a six. I think he's yeah. um, he's uh, pulling the strings there and running, uh, leading the charge as well, a captain for Scotland. Mm. Um, he's he was very much overlooked uh, and, and very unfortunate to be overlooked for the Lions. And he was he was doing everything right. Yeah, it was probably just a case. I mean, we t- Lions was oh yeah, Lions was two years ago, but like, he still kind of has his relevance because Gatlin was there. Yeah, so is um, a little bit of thing to play with as well. Is the Mish injured? Hamish, what? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because he's he's a well, he, he strikes me as a big miss. I I, I don't know enough about the details um, of the squad to know why he's not there. Personally. He's full of energy. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, he's uh, Bradley Roberts with, with a different coloured mallet. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, I'm I'm not a fan of that pinball kind of play. Okay. Like you know, you know, dominate the break, dominate the contact, don't get bounced about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But whatever, um, I haven't got to play against them. Yeah. So replacement forwards who aren't props um, or hookers uh, for Scotland, you've got Johnny Gray and Jack Dempsey, and for Wales, you've got Reese Davis and Toby Falato. I mean, you'd have Falato on the bench over Dempsey, I'm almost yeah, certain. So. Yeah, um, um, and probably Johnny Gray over Reese Davis, just because Reese Davis is still well. He hasn't had a cap yet. He's not, he'll be on debut. Um, well, if he gets on, I think he's he been on the on. bench and knocker on before. Mm, we should know this because we did a whole yeah. series on what Pivak did. <laughs> yeah, uh, in fact, what was he part of the squad? But he didn't get capped. No, he definitely hasn't got no, capped. No, I'm capped just wondering if he made it onto, onto the, the bench, bench and didn't I'm get sure used. I'm sure we'd have picked up on that. Hmm. If anybody, anybody wants to go, to go back through our previous podcast yeah. of the Pivak exactly. series, um, yeah. please let us know. It was because <laughs> I, 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 I remember we made a big deal of Dane Blacker 
got onto yes. the bench but not onto the field. No, and are, I feel are we like... confusing Dane Blacker with um, Reese Davis because Reese Davis came into camp, but he was he did, or didn't he get onto the bench? Uh, but Dane Blacker did. I don't know if anybody has ever confused Blacker and Davis. There. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, okay, and then the replacement backs then. Um, Wales have got the ghost of Reese Webb, Reese Patchell, and Alex Cuthbert. Uh, Scotland then, George Horn, Blake Kinghorn, and Chris Harrison. Oh, Kinghorn was pretty good last weekend, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, Chris that Harris kind of... is being... Chris Harris and Alex Cuthbert, I mean, that's much of a muchness, really. I'd, I'd be yeah. equally meh about either. Uh, Horn yeah. versus Webb. I think... I think you go with Webb. Just about. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just feel like, I mean, if we think about predictions now before you wrap it up, mate, like, uh, I think... This week, my head and my heart are saying Scotland. I, I haven't even got a, I haven't even got a slight feeling that Wales will win this. Um, mm. you'd think there's a few boys in our Wales squad who've got something to prove, mm. not just today, in the here and now, but with an eye towards, obviously the World Cup, yeah, and cementing their place in the next World Cup cycle as well. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be trying hard. And whether they come away with it, I'm not convinced. But I'd like to see them. Um, I'd like to see a draw. Let's put it like that. <laughs> nil nil draw. Oh, nil nil draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just cancel each other out. Like, yeah. Um, but like after the, the way Scotland performed against England, can they reach that psychological yeah. high again? Like, Was we, it? We've, um, said, we've said about it before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be. Um, Interesting to watch be. to see see what see what happens, but um, again, I think Hart will always say Wales. I I don't think we can quite be as bad as we were last week, but I don't think the bounce will be that big. I think no. the inexperience will cost us. Scotland are on a roll, um, and you know, I, again, like like I said last week, we do a hammering from Ireland. I think you know Scotland haven't beaten Wales at all at all since was it two thousand and seven. Yeah, it's been a fair old while. It's about twelve. Oh, hang on, no, 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 no. Didn't they? Didn't they do us in Clonakely in the um, rearranged oh, yeah, Six Nations yeah. game? That, but yeah, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about those. It was times, in Clonakely. No. It was during <laughs> COVID. It's not even Wales. Yeah, sorry, Biz. Yeah. Okay, that aside. What have Scotland never beaten us? No, I, I, I think this is. Uh, this, this is, this is their time. Year to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've got us. All right, then, but uh, yeah. anything else to add there, or should um, we just? Uh... I think we've um, it's been quite a comprehensive coverage. Lovely stuff. All right, well, uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back early next week with a uh, more conventional, less focused episode, and hopefully, we'll be welcoming back uh, Mr. Edward of Folly as well. Hope, so, uh, hopefully, yeah. so. we'll see you then. Take it easy. Bye bye. Tell up.